You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the PharmD Money Podcast, where certified financial planner Derek Delaney brings financial education and observation to help pharmacists navigate their most important financial questions. Welcome in PharmD Nation to episode number 58 of the PharmD Money Podcast. I am your host, Derek Delaney. Thank you all for joining me today. We are officially out of tax season. Well, unless you're an accountant or CPA or unless your accountant or CPA filed an extension on your tax returns. But for most people, tax season for the year is pretty much completed. My guess for a lot of people is that they gathered all their tax documents. They probably didn't look it over too close, but they had a vague understanding of what was inside of them. They accumulate all those tax documents. They walk down to their accountant's office, they drop it off, and they wait to hear back from the accountant on whether they have to pay in for the year or get a refund. Now, there there is a lot that goes into whether somebody has to pay in or get a refund, but ultimately, When people figure out whether they have to do one or the other, they see one as being bad and the other as being good. And usually they see a tax refund as something that is a positive in their life, which why wouldn't it be? All of a sudden you figure out that the government owes you some money and they're going to pay it back to you and it wasn't something that was expected. So just like that, it's kind of like a payday out of thin air. But it it isn't necessarily that. And getting a refund could actually end up being something that is not that great for you from a financial aspect. So in this podcast episode, we're going to talk about what it means to get a tax refund, what could potentially be happening inside your tax return that could be causing that, and are there any little changes that you're going to want to make in order to reduce the amount of refund you get the next year and the benefits that could come out of that. So again, when it comes to taxes, it's a very uninteresting topic for many people because the rules are always changing and it takes a great deal of effort to continuously stay up to date on everything that's going on. And majority of people have other things in their life that probably take priority over their taxes, which is a reason why they don't want to give a lot of their time or attention to that subject. So when it comes to getting a tax refund, a lot of people might not even think twice about why it happened or if there are better ways they could go about paying their taxes over the course of the year instead of waiting to get that refund at the end. So like a lot of people already are probably aware, a tax refund is when the federal government gives you a refund of money you paid into them that year or years prior, depending on how things work out. So the IRS is not giving you extra money. That's the first thing people need to be aware of. They are not giving you interest on any of your money. They are not coming up with a pool of money that you didn't contribute to that now you're getting a piece of. Any money you receive as a refund is money that you already paid in, which means it's just a return of your own cash. So there's really no financial gain in getting a refund except for the psychological fact that, oh, now all of a sudden I have this money that I didn't anticipate having. So there's a behavior, a behavioral reward or behavioral positive when it comes to that. But when you get a tax refund, you are getting a refund of your own money generally. Now, usually without anything else going on in a tax return, you pay in throughout the year. And most people listening to this are probably paying in through withholdings through their job. 
So the United States government wants you to pay your taxes continuously throughout the year. They don't want people to get to the end of the year and go, oh, I owe 90% of what I'm supposed to pay but haven't paid yet, and then write a check. They want you to pay as you go. And that's actually how our tax system is set up, where they have it where it's required for people to pay as you go. And it's why every time you get paid, there's tax withholding taken out of your paycheck and sent to the IRS. Now, if you took out too much withholding from that paycheck, at tax time, you'll get a refund of whatever was too much withheld and returned to you in the form of that refund. And if you didn't pay enough, the IRS will come knocking at your door and they'll expect you to send them a check. Now, there could be other things going on in your tax return. For example, last year, there were additional credits that people were allowed to take advantage of, which credits are a way to directly reduce your tax liability dollar for dollar. So if you owe $3,000 at the end of the year in taxes, if you have $3,000 of credit, you essentially break even with the IRS and you don't have to pay in at all. Now, credits aren't something that everybody can take advantage of. There are certain things that have to be happening in your financial life to allow you to take advantage of certain credits. And one of the big ones last year were the increase in child tax credits. So for a lot of people that didn't make over a specific threshold for a lot of pharmacists, I know exceeded this threshold, especially if you had dual income households. But for those that didn't, you would have seen $2,000 payments for each child plus additional payments on top of that that were special or just specific to the year 2021. And again, you could have timed out your taxes or not timed out, but you could have paid your taxes perfectly throughout the year and not had a sim single refund at all because of not paying in more than you had to. And then you got money back at the end of the year because of these increased child tax credits. And there's nothing you could do about that. You just take the money and enjoy it. But if you find yourself not running into the situation where these unexpected credits are what's causing this refund and you're still getting a bunch of cash back at the end of the year, you may want to adjust your withholding on the amount of money that's getting taken out and sent to the IRS from each paycheck every single year. And that is because, like we talked about before, the more money you pay up front to the IRS just means it's less money you get to hold on to and earn money off of over the course of that year. So let's just say that you got a $10,000 refund back from the IRS and a lot of it had nothing to do with the additional credits or stimulus checks or anything like that. You just paid way too much in over the course of the year. Well, that $10,000 could have been earning interest for you and making money for you, or it could be used in any other part of your financial life that could probably be more beneficial than those dollars just sitting at the IRS not doing anything. And this becomes even more important when you consider the inflationary environment we're in right now. If you're drilling a bunch of extra cash into your withholdings and it's getting sent to the IRS throughout the year, you're eventually going to get any extra of that money back. But while you're waiting to get that money back, it's just sitting at the IRS not earning anything. And when we find ourselves in situations where inflation is running rampant like it is right now, you're actually losing money from a purchasing power standpoint in the scenario. So the more specific you can get on what you withhold from your paycheck is extremely important. And the first thing you're going to want to do when it comes to understanding if you're withholding enough or not is to go through a mock 1040 tax return for yourself to get a better idea of what your potential tax liability could be at the end of the year 
when you consider what you expect to earn throughout the year. And then you take what you're withholding right now and you prorate that for the remainder of the year and you can pretty easily tell if you're paying too much in or not enough. Now, if you're not paying enough in, it doesn't mean you have to turn around and dump a bunch of extra cash into the IRS's pocket through additional withholdings. There are only certain thresholds you have to meet. And even if you meet those and you don't pay enough, you don't get penalized at the end of the year. You just have to write the IRS a check. So in my opinion, it's better to pay a little less than get too conservative and pay way more than you have to earlier on in the year because all that money is just going to sit at the IRS. It's not going to do anything. It's going to be returned to you next year. And over that course of time, while it's sitting there before it gets returned back to you, it's one, not being invested and not working in your favor and not compounding on itself, which ultimately is going to help your long-term financial future. And two, it's actually losing you money from an inflation standpoint, because as everything else is getting more expensive around you, that money is at the IRS not earning you anything, which means when you get those dollars returned to you, they actually buy less than they otherwise would have six, seven, eight months prior when you actually paid the IRS those extra withholdings. So just to sum it up, if you get your tax return back and you find yourself getting a huge refund, one, do a little digging and check if that refund is actually due to things that are outside your control, good things like additional credits that you weren't expecting, or was that refund because you're actually paying way too much into the IRS through something like your withholdings through your job. And if that's the case, you're going to want to do a little math and try to understand if this year is going to be the same thing. And if it is, adjust those withholdings to take a little less out of the IRS's pocket every single paycheck and put more into yours. And even if that means you have to pay in at the end of the year, that's better than having the IRS withhold far more than they should for the entirety of the year as you're continuously paying in for the two big reasons of you're not earning any interest on that money and you're actually losing money due to inflation. So it's always good at the end of the year whenever you get your tax return back, just do a quick run through and try to best understand if there are little decisions you can make that could ultimately end out being in your best interest or in your favor when it tax time comes around next year, specifically if you find yourself getting a way too big or unexpected tax refund. If you're looking for more information about myself or FarmD Financial Planning, feel free free to visit the firm's website at farmdfp.com. Also, feel free to subscribe to the FarmD YouTube channel. If you have any questions you'd like discussed on this podcast, email podcast at farmdfp.com. Until next time, FarmD Nation, be well. The FarmD Money Podcast is not intended to be tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions expressed on the show are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or investment advice.